0: Welcome back to another episode of Girlfriend's Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Tati J. And I'm your host, Ellie. And just want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode. I realize I've been forgetting to say Tati J, and I've been going by Tati like the last couple of episodes, so we yeah. just want to get back to, get back to what me. we said it was going to be. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Happy Mother's Day. At this point, Mother's Day has passed, but happy Mother's Day to all the Mothers, aunties, godmothers, cousins, anyone who is a mother figure to somebody, at this point, I feel like if you've been in a situationship or if you've been a girlfriend, you've been a mother. (laughs) So happy Mother's Day to all.
1: Ding, ding, ding. That's correct. And happy... And happy special um, Haitian Mother's Day. Yeah, you- exactly
0: what I was just about to say.
1: Yeah, because you Haitian mothers, y'all really lucky. Y'all have the American one and y'all have the Haitian one. Exactly. But for me, it's always been, mom, you get one gift.
0: See, this year, for for those who aren't Haitian, or for those who are Haitian and don't know, this year Haitian Mother's Day falls on May 28th, and this episode comes the day after. So, like we said, Happy Haitian Mother's Day. I usually celebrate both, I mean, celebrate one, but I'll say like, you know, I'll say something like Mm -hmm. Happy Mother's Day twice. But this year for American, I guess, Mother's Day, I just took her out to eat, and then this year, she's just gonna get small gifts. Something very, very small. But hey, she's going to get it on Haitian Mother's Day.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so any catch up? No I, think, no, I think we're saving our ketchup. We have like yeah. a huge cat ke- like we have a list of ketchups to, yeah, uh, be know, an episode. to get out. But that's gonna be like next next episode. Yeah, so yeah, next next next.
0: <laughs> it's coming out in the summertime, y'all. That's all we yes. really know at this point. Because at this summertime. point, summertime. The fact that it's about to be June. <laughs> y'all I'm outside. Where has the time? Where has the time? Where is the time going? Because it's really 2024. If you think about it,
1: yeah, it's really 2024. Yeah, and it's that like, makes no sense. It's like time to look at my goals and see where I'm at. Time to figure out what where I'm trying to be at the end of the year. Like exactly, like, still enjoy the this,
0: summer. Exactly. I saw this quote that said, "The days are short. No, the days are long, but the years are short.
1: Extremely short." And I like,
0: oh, "That's so perfect."
1: I still remember January. January. I still remember exactly what I was doing at. The beginning and the end of January, and here we are about to be entering June. June. It was just mm. last week I was at your. We were in Saint Martin for your birthday. Girl.
0: You know, I was looking at tickets the other day.
1: Going to back? back some no way. I was like, oh, oh, guys. That's the catch up, catch up. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Saint Martin. Oh, it's yeah. like once you experience a type of trip like that, like the whole shaking ass going out. Yeah, every know. night. Mm, I'm okay. Mm, I'm okay. We're like soft life auntie staying in under the on like in the on the beaches, staying in at the resort, all inclusive. Very different from our Miami trips. Very different. This is very different different. from any trips that we have done. This is maturity. Yeah. We're like hotel, get ready, drink, out, hotel, ready. When do we sleep? Sleep was mm. never in the schedule. Nowadays it's just hey. sleep, 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 yeah. sleep. <laughs> oh. Guys, we'll get into that. We'll I packed that. so much outfits, guys, so to go out. Much. So much. I did not wear any nighttime so outfits. Much. The only time, the only outfits I really wore was nighttime to bed outfits. Yeah. <laughs> I like, job overpacked completely.
0: You know what, guys, we'll get in, like I said, we'll get into it for another episode. But just know I'm already looking at tickets. I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna go back by the end of the summer. And I'm just kinda figuring like, damn, I'm supposed to meet my husband this year. So I don't wanna buy
1: a ticket <laughs> right now. And then <laughs> by the time he show up, okay. like, I don't know. I can't say this now because we didn't do the update yet. So technically you guys don't know what's going on in my life. But fast forward. I literally remember before going to say um, Antigua. Antigua. Antigua kept getting canceled and canceled. I was supposed to go pre-COVID. COVID hit. They changed it. They changed it. Went to Antigua last year and I kept feeling in my gut, I'm like, oh my gosh, Antigua's gonna be skinning out, shaking mm. ass, having a good time. But I'm like, why do I feel like I'm gonna be in a relationship? Why do I feel like I'm gonna be in a relationship, God? But I don't wanna be in a relationship because I wanna have fun in Antigua, right? Mm. Just like one of those things. But then at the same time, like my husband, please find me because I don't want to yeah. be I don't wanna be in the streets. Tell me why. Literally the year of Antigua in a amazing relationship but then it's just like really like
0: really? right
1: you feel really? it in your guts a little bit but you're like yeah, god can I, s- can I be single on this trip but then you right? can send me my husband See, can i would love
0: single? About to send me my husband on this trip. i'm a just afraid i'm going to buy the ticket and i mean i can always modify it and cuz you can
1: cancel whenever cuz i don't want to go alone but then I, like, I, the if you not- if you find your husband you can just Have your husband go on the trip too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I gotta, I gotta decide what I'm really gonna do. Call JetBlue,
1: call American Airlines, be like, listen, we add add this person.
0: person Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we'll see. But, anyways, as we talked about, this um, episode comes out the day after Haitian Mother's Day. So, this episode is going to be dedicated to mothers and not necessarily us talking about. Our mothers and our relationship with our mothers. We have an episode coming up where we kind of dive into that, even though we didn't intend to. um But this episode, I think, is going to take a unique look at motherhood and kind of talk about me and Ellie's what we envision our motherhood journey looking like, things that we'll take away from our experiences as daughters with our moms, things that we would want to change. Is there going to be a difference with having girls and boys and things like that? I feel like now motherhood is so different than what it used to be. And I feel like especially there's a shift in the whole we got to do it all and the whole like I know when I was little and I used to be like seeing people have nannies and watching. I'm like, yo, these people are lazy as hell. You got to pay someone else to take care of your kid? Do you love your... That was my ignorant self, not knowing anything. Because I saw a mom. I had a mom and a dad, but I had a mom who didn't do that. I mean, the most she would do is send me in after school or send me to my babysitter's house and pick me up. But to have someone watch me completely, first of all, she couldn't afford that. I'm pretty sure if she probably could. She probably would have. But she couldn't. So I'm just like, yo, if you can't watch your own kid, bro, you lazy. Because my mom did this and my dad did this and they made it work. Versus now, I'm just like, we got to budget in for at least a part-time nanny. Because baby, mama tired. I'm tired and not a mom yet. So I can't even imagine what being a mom looks like. And I also feel like the narrative of you have to put yourself first in order to become a better parent. I think that is something that is now being understood a lot more. And every time I think about my mom and I'm just like, bro, she's never put herself first. And she's, to me, she's an amazing mother. I love her. Obviously there's pros and cons with any type of relationship, but I love her. But I do wonder, I'm like, if you had put yourself first a little bit more, would that benefit our relationship a little bit more? Because, Low-key, me and Ellie say this all the time. Our parents are jealous of us. They're jealous that it's like, okay, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go have dinner with my girls. Or we're going to a show. We're going to the club. Or we're going on a trip. Because they don't, at least my mom, I don't ever see. My mom doesn't, what's a lunch date? What's a dinner date with her friend? Right. The only time she goes out to eat is if I bring her. She has friends that she talks on the phone with. Friends that she works with. But a friend that she can call up, you're on board, let's go out. And I'm like, how does that work? How are you not putting yourself first, especially at my grown age? You don't have to take care of me anymore. So it was just kind of like, I feel like with our parents, that if our moms put themselves first a little bit more and were able to experience the things that we experience with our friends, they would stop hanging on us, and that would just make it a better relationship for us um, all around.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent. I've always said this, like. My mom's my biggest hater <laughs> in the sense, don't get me wrong, my number one supporter, supporter, but my biggest hater when it comes to enjoying life. Mm-hmm. I could literally spend the whole week at home, right, guys? And then Saturday comes and I'm like, hey, mom, I'm going out with the girls. And she's like, you're going out? Why are you going out? Yeah. You don't know the lobby bad, the streets, <sighs> oh you God. don't know, blah, blah, blah. and I'm just like, come on, you know. I was stressed, I had a long day at work, I'm in school, and you're gonna tell me this. Why? Just say, hey, have fun. And when you come back, my biggest reaction is not when you tell them you're going out, it's when you come back, they just look at you. Because hey, what's up, sis? <laughs> hey, what's, what's up? This? Right. And she's just what looking at you, just like, you're not going to be like, how was it? Did you have fun? You never get that. I never, never in my life mm. have I ever got from my mom. How was it? How was dinner? How was this? How was that? Never. It's always like, it's always like, Uvini, that exactly. means, guys, you're back. And I'm just like, That yeah. hurts to my feelings. <laughs> it does.
0: That hurts to my feelings. It, like, but I don't know if I told my mom, I was like, mommy, can you just say, be careful, have a good time, I love you? Like, just that phrase
1: alone,
0: mm-hmm. I would appreciate. Because I get it. I'm not a mom, but I already know. When I'm a mom, I'd be like, all right, girl, be careful. I'm like, I'm, I get it. That's the parent in you. But there's always going to be a comma, have fun, I love you. There's mm-hmm. always going to be of that as well. So I was like, and I was like, "Mommy, you know, hurts my feelings.
1: Sis did not care. No, she did hurt. not care. What feeling? What? <laughs> Yo, growing up, my mom said, what feelings? <laughs> what? Yo, she asked me what feelings as if I did not have feelings, yo. And for the longest time, I still joke I, I still make a joke about that. Cause she, I'm like, mom, you remember when I was younger you said what feelings? what feelings? Like like as if my feelings are not validated, are not valid and one I don't have feelings. So yeah, they don't care about our feelings. Wait, they no. don't care about enjoying life. They don't care about like trips is not important to my mom. Like she doesn't, she doesn't understand why I take these trips. Yeah. It's, it's. She calls it "kob gaspie," which means wasted money. Like, but the thing is, but then again, sis, you're wasting your money in other ways too, but you don't see me coming at you because it's your life, sis. It's your and life. The thing is, it's
0: wasted because it's not being spent on them. Because God knows if we said, "Mom, we're going to Saint Martin, let's go!" Oh, she, so excited. Yeah. So I would love to go. Right. But because it's not with you, it's a waste. But it's like, sis, you can live this life too. And I always tell my mom this. You're not guy so stop. Like, I always tell my mom. And igaia, for those who, are Haitian, who aren't Haitians, like, you're not stupid. You're not an idiot. Like, if you can make it to this country and do all this for yourself, you're smarter than you think. Therefore, mm-hmm. you can go to another country where they speak English or where they speak, you know, like, you can figure it out and still... Have a good time. If you want me to plan it out for you, give you, like, I'll do that, but you can still enjoy your life. It doesn't have to be confined in this house. And just because you're confined, you want me to be confined? Mm -hmm. Right.
1: I think also it's with the mentality of coming here and just trying to survive in general for them. Mm -hmm. It's just like... When they are taking their money and then spending it at like restaurants or just like vacations, it's just like it's wasted money because there's other, they're always thinking about their bills. There's other bills that I can pay, pay, pay yeah. for with this money. And they're never enjoying, they're never thinking of like, okay, I can still have this amount of money and mm-hmm. enjoy it and like do things I love and also pay my bills at the same time. Mm-hmm. But But also it comes with the whole, like, not understanding your money and they're still living on survival. But it's just like, honey, like, you got me here. I went to school. I understand my money. I'm using my money wisely. So just trust me in that way and just, like, stop hating and just let me enjoy life. Like, stop hating. The one thing, and it's so sad that you mentioned
0: that to, like, the whole money aspect. I don't know for the longest time until this day. Besides Cheesecake Factory, my mom thinks Cheesecake Factory is the most expensive thing on earth. Her go-to <laughs> is Fridays because even Fridays sometimes. Oh, this month I'm like, Mommy, <laughs> this is the McDonald's of the full chain restaurant, and it's like, bro, you have to get out of this mentality that cheesecake is the top, 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 and even TGI Fridays yeah. is too expensive, like. Remove that from your vocabulary because mm-hmm. even when it's me paying, it's like, Come a couple pay, okay? i come your couple, I'm diet tip, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Stop! Like, we but, are not
1: w- get out but, of this poverty mentality, but we need to get them out of the poverty mentality, like, take them out to restaurants that are not, you know, mm-hmm. TGI Friday. And yeah. like, because I remember when I took my parents to Ruth Chris, is still like. Ruth Grace is like $3 signs, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like up there, but not really up there, right? It's still still like, you know what? We're not going to go there every day. Yeah. We can go there and enjoy ourselves and spend some money. Yeah, but you know, you can can still (laughs) drop some money down there. Mm -hmm. So I went with my parents, took them out for their anniversary or my dad's birthday. It was a celebration. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember when we got there, it was the first time in my life my parents sat down didn't complain. Mm. And I paid. I was the one that paid. But most of the time, even if I was paying, they would have still been like, oh my God, my mom would have been like, this is what they're serving us. Yeah. I could have cooked a better meal at home. Yep. This is the first time. They all looked a little bougie too. They opened their menu. Like they looked like they were trying to fit in. Yeah. Like they wanted to get accustomed to this lifestyle and like I remember they got dressed up and it was so funny because um, when we got there two of my friends were there and they were just like I can tell when my parents were trying to show up they're like we're here (laughs) Yo, but both of both of them together walking in, like, we're here, we're at this restaurant. You see us? Because I see me. (laughs) And I'm just like, I can tell they love that, but will they ever take themselves to that restaurant or to any restaurants that are like up there? No, because it's just not part of their budget. They just don't see that as a lifestyle. Vacations also. A year ago, I paid a full vacation for my parents. Would they have done that? No, but I just, I keep doing this for them because I want them to love it. When they got back from their vacation, of course, they made me the best daughter ever. But two weeks later, I was the worst daughter ever. But (laughs) let's not talk about that. So they're like, oh my gosh, you're the best daughter ever. They love the trip. We need to do this more often. That was the first vacation ever my parents ever took. Besides, like, funerals and weddings, yeah. right? But this is the first vacation they went They went, They went. went to Florida. They went to North Carolina. They enjoyed themselves. They came back. They're like, we need to do this again um, next year. We are in 2023. Will they book another one? No. 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 I have to sit there and be like, guys, when are you going to take your vacation? I'm happy to help you book your vacation because they won't do it for themselves. But it it's just like, know. I think as, like, you know... First generation, um, first generation Haitian Americans here, we have to help get our parents accustomed to like yeah. um, the lifestyle because they're scared. I don't know if they're scared or just uncomfortable. I don't know. Because Do they feel like they don't belong in these spaces. Because my mom also has the guilt of... I have family back at home that is suffering and there's people in Haiti that are Mm -hmm. not in the best condition and I can help them. But I'm like, honey, you got to help yourself because you're also killing yourself working every single day. Right. And you have to enjoy your money. And at the same time, you can still take care of the, the ones that you love. Yeah.
0: Because it's not all on you, or at least it shouldn't be. I just feel like that's one thing when I become a mother that I want to show my kids not just only work ethic, but living and enjoying life. That's like I said, that's one thing I don't see my mom doing. That's one thing I don't see my dad doing. And it's just like, just taking the family out or just even me, just her seeing me as a woman... As a mom, as a wife, as someone who works, someone who owns a business, whatever, going out on solo dates. Like, I don't always need daddy with me to go out and have a good time. Mommy needs her time by herself. She's going to go get pretty. She's going to do all this. For who? For me. And I'm going to go. I'm going to enjoy my time. And that's like I said, I don't see my mom doing that. The only time my mom enjoys her life is with me. (laughs) Like (laughs) She has to have me. Yeah, It it shouldn't be that way. So that's definitely, as a mom, I want to teach my kids. It's like, and I also want my kids to know, and I mean, motherhood is always challenging and it's different. And I feel like also each child is different. So each child is going to take what they want from whatever you show them. And I just, I accept already I'm not going to be an amazing mom. Like uh, no one's an amazing 100% mom. I get that. I already accept that me trying to break my generational curses it's probably going to pass down some other generation. Like, I get it. My kids are going to be in therapy. Are they going to talk about me? Probably. Yes. It's inevitable. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I want to show them that I am not only your mom, that I am myself. And I am not only your dad's wife. Life. I am myself. And some people may call... Guys, I'm sorry. I got an Apple Watch. And I don't know how to make it mute. <laughs> we'll talk about that.
1: Yeah. We'll talk about that after. <laughs> Baby, I don't know how to do that. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So if you had to run and someone was shru- trying to catch you and you had to be silent, Tati, It would be over. It would be over. <laughs>
0: it would be over. Guys,
1: come on loud. It would be over for you.
0: Guys, I'm so sorry. We'll I don't f- know. I mean,
1: like, we'll don't help. Know all times. We'll help you out after yeah. this.
0: Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, I want to show them that, like, I am not just your mother, and like I said, that can sound very selfish. And I can already see me sometimes being the mom when I come home. It's like, mommy, mommy, mommy. I'm like, all right, give me five minutes. <laughs> like, or yeah. I want them trained. And it sounds so bad, trained yeah. to know I'm Hi, mommy. Okay, mommy needs her five minutes. Mommy needs her 10 minutes. And I feel like it's okay to put those boundaries. I mean, granted, I'm not a mom yet. So who really knows? But I <laughs> like I said you're not just a mother. You're a person who happens to be a mother. And I want yeah. my kids to understand that because I never want them, especially as women, it's like you can only be one role. You can't be multiple things. And on this podcast, we've talked about many times that we as women are very multifaceted. We can be this, we can be that, we can be that. And it's okay to step into those roles. And it's also to, okay to step out of those roles when it's needed.
1: hmm I agree. Um, I think a lot of times too, it's just like, as you grow older, you're gonna evolve. So as mm-hmm. you become like a mother and you're learning about yourself more, you have to understand who you are. And as you start learning of who you are too, you got to make sure that you are committed to being mm-hmm. that true, your true self. Yeah um and it's just hard every time I see some mothers I'm just like wow this is a whole life it's a whole life compared to your previous life because like what are some biggest transitions you become a wife you just have the title of the wife but you're still yourself you know in a sense yeah in a sense but then when you become a mother You literally grew something. Automatically, you're completely different. Yeah. And it's just like that person, not saying your husband, you're not responsible for them. They're a grown man. Yeah. And your wife is a grown woman too. But it's just like when you have that small being that you have to take care of, it's just like you also have to give... Okay, here's something I always say a part of you, but I always say this incorrect. Some people might agree and some people might not. I always feel like as a woman, you always have to end up giving a part of you when you become a mother. I believe that. I because the same way, a guy doesn't really have to change his life after he gives birth, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what. Like, for example, if your baby is only taking breast milk, like, that man can go out Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. you on the other hand you have to always stick around with the baby and make sure that baby is taken care of and it's just like there's certain things that you're not allowed you're not not allowed you're not able to do do when you become a mother like if the baby's crying at night and they only want mommy Mm -hmm.
0: what can you do it's just like that is I think that is a very true statement and not to negate what a father's role is because a father is definitely needed, especially throughout a child's life. But especially in the beginning, too, I feel like a, I feel like the dad is needed more in the beginning, not necessarily as a father, but more as a helpmate to the mom in the yeah. sense of like, like you said, if the child is only breastfeeding, bro. You can't really do much i mean the most you can do if i pump into a bottle and you can feed like you're here to help and support me throughout at least these first three months you know Mm -hmm. so i do feel like you're right like mothers literally i think it's even if the baby doesn't breastfeed or whatever even if the baby has more of a bond with the dad miraculously you literally grew something in your body and you push it out of your body so it's like there's a part of you literally that's like you get, you're giving up a part of yourself. I think that's fair to say. And even fair to say for dads too, like your life may not change as much in the beginning as the mom's, but your life is still changing. Yeah. You know, your friends are probably like, yo, let's go out. The game design's like, yo, I got a two week old at home. What are you talking about? You know? Mm-hmm. But I do think as a woman, genu- generally speaking, you do give a part of yourself to your kid. And I think that's a forever thing. It Even is. when they do grow up. And I think that's the thing. I feel like when I say these statements of I'm not just a mom, I'm not this, this is not taken away. I know that whether or not I'm not just a mom and there's another side to me, being a mom is going to be one of the major roles in my yeah. life and is going to require sacrifice in certain areas, which to me is a natural. And I'm willing to do that. Mm-hmm. I just think growing up and in our culture, We've never seen a healthy balance of being a mother and being yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. And we, I don't. Just, how we, really we don't, we really don't. We don't. And
0: I think that's why I say. That's why I say like, God forbid, I don't pass down any trauma, generational curses to my kids, but I'm going to be doing this from scratch because I don't have yeah. an example to look but- to. I kind of just have an example of what not to do. But I yeah. don't know exactly what to do to create that balance either. But it's
1: really the generation before us who taught the woman that, hey, already when you have a husband, it's you don't do yeah. this, you don't do that, you don't go on girls trip, you don't go out with your friends, yeah. you gotta just stay home with your man. That's really it. Like my mom, every time I, you know, I plan on going on a trip, she's like, well, you might as well start doing that now because once you get married, you're That's not doing it. Who am I getting married to? A prison guard? Because like, they're like, this is already my identity and I don't want to give that up. Exactly. And they're taught but- to already give up the identity of like, hanging out with their friends. No, your husband now is your only friend. And it's like, exactly. when you have kids now, it's like, you got to stay home. got to take care of your husband. You got to take care of your kids. So when do I have time for me? Mm-hmm. And then now you have the American lifestyle where it's mm-hmm. like, Already, not saying Haitian men don't are not taught to really help and be hands on, but just like mm-hmm. the older generation was just like the the wife cooks, takes yeah. care of the kids, um, the man goes out um, mm-hmm. and works. I guess the American lifestyle was like that too. But as this generation yeah. um, is like coming along, we're taught that all hands on deck. Like, like there's stay at home dads now, and the wives are out working yeah. really hard. So it's just like I. Knowing myself, for me to be the best mother that Mm -hmm. I can be, with already like, oh my God, with my anxiety levels Mm. and this like life, I don't know. And I say this all the time, God, I'm like, God, I just hope I'm an amazing mother because that is one of my goals in life. I want to be a great mother. I Mm -hmm. always say when I'm not around, I want my child to speak so positively about me. Mm -hmm. It's just like wow, like, who is she? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that is one of my main goals in life. And don't get me wrong, if I end up having a child and I have to give up certain parts of my life, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to do that. But I don't want to forget myself at all, too. Exactly. Because I think along the way, forgetting yourself, it really affects you. It affects Mm -hmm. your relationship with your partner. I Uh, always want to remember who I am and also... And that, that will allow me to be <clears throat> the best mother, um, that I can be for my daughter and my son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely
0: agree with that. I think, um, I don't know.
1: I feel like, cause
0: so when I was in a relationship in my past, being a mother and being a wife was like so easy for me to grasp. And I think it's cause it, at that time, I believed that was with someone who I was going to be with forever, so it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I can see myself being married. I can see myself being a mother. Like, even, like, my YouTube subscriptions were all family YouTubers. I think Ellie Carey, Ellie's like, you're watching them again when I was in college. Like,
1: oh, all my family. gosh. Yeah. Oh, Remember the guy
0: who said, look like our English teacher freshman year? And yes. his wife was aging and then they wiped yes. me Like, all wow. my YouTube stuff was family related. And then once I was out of my relationship, my YouTube, like, everything just changed. It was just like... Girls my age, black girls in college, graduating, living their life, beauty, fat, like just single women my age, not thinking about marriage, not thinking about kids, just living their everyday life. And for a long time, I always internally battled with like, do I want to be a mom? Mm. Because I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I can love Mm -hmm. someone else so much where I'm giving up myself. Because to me, that's what motherhood was, a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Something you enjoy, but more so a sacrifice than enjoyment. Because I grew mm-hmm. up seeing my mom. Obviously, she loves me. She enjoys me. But I see her sacrificing so much mm-hmm. for me, you know? And I was just like, I don't know if I can love someone that much. And to be honest, the closest love, and I feel like also as an only child, and I'm not saying a only child's love for their parents is stronger. Not at all. But but that's the only, like, those are my closest people to me. I don't have siblings. I don't have that sibling love. It's literally my parents, and then that's it. That's really it. It's a different type of bond. It's a different type of bond because you don't have anyone else to bond with in that close of a sense. So that's the closest thing. I'm just kind of like, okay, the person I love the most are my parents. The person I, to be honest, the person I have the strongest bond with is my mom, And I'm just like, I would give up anything for my mom, yeah. But I'm just like, damn, for me to... I don't know if anyone else can replace that. I don't Mm -hmm. see anyone else Mm -hmm. coming before my mom in that sense. So I really would go back and forth like, damn, I don't know if I can be a mom. I don't know if I want to be a mom. I don't know if it's in the cards for me. I don't want to have a child and regret it because I can't be... I'm too selfish. I'm too selfish to give up my whole entire life for this one person. Mm -hmm. But then I think the older I got... And the more I realized who I am, and then the more I realized the type of partner that I desire and want, it would understand that like, okay, I'm not giving up myself to be a mother. I'm adding a mother to someone who I already am. And I'll be able to not step out of that role, because I think once you're a mother, you're a mother to the day you die and beyond, you can't really come out of that role. Mm-hmm. But I'm able to Put it aside for certain aspects or certain time periods where I can just focus on myself. And it's now recently, I would want to say within the past year that I'm just kind of like, okay, I think I made the real decision. I want to be a mom. Like, Because for a long time, it was the back and forth. And I felt so guilty saying that because I'm just like, damn. Don't feel
1: sister. guilty. I think... I think, you know, culturally, it's just like we're taught that we're supposed to have kids. But every time I say this, I'm like, not everybody can be a mother.
0: And not everyone wants to be yeah, a mother. Yeah,
1: not everybody. If it happens, oops. and oops happens. Yeah. Okay. You have no choice to be mm-hmm. a mother. But if you have a choice to decide whether or not you, you know, you have the option of becoming a mother. Yeah, I think you should think about it. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> like... Things are getting a little tough financially. <laughs> kids, are ex- kids are, kids <laughs> are, kids all <are, laughs> way. Kids are expensive. College is no. ex- expensive. And is that selfish? Is that selfish of me to say yes? Because I can't even afford life for myself, Whoa. and I want to give my child the best the life best that they life. can have. And I, I know the the mentality our parents used to have is just like I look at parents that have like. Eight kids. I'm like, oh how are you financially supporting these kids? And my mom
0: always said, but it's with if love. You had more
1: than one, it would you would have half the shit that you have.
0: She always said if she had another one, she goes, you wouldn't. Yeah. And my thing is, people always ask, and I'm sure you get this too as an only child. Are you spoiled? I. Don't say I'm spoiled, because I feel like when I hear spoiled, I think of kids who just get whatever they want without deserving it. Yeah. I always My mom always says that if you were a bad kid, you wouldn't get it. I get the things that my parents provide to me because I work hard and I'm worthy and I show them that I deserve it and I show them I'm responsible to have the things that they're giving me at the same time. But also, there's certain things I didn't get because... My mom couldn't afford like I remember in high school. Uggs were the biggest thing. Freshman year, everyone's walking in Uggs and moccasins. Blah blah blah. Uggs were like a hundred dollars, but Uggs still expensive for me. And I'm just like, yeah, so I didn't get Uggs till my junior mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that sounds like it's just Uggs, but it's like my mom when she bought me those, like she was so proud of herself because mm-hmm. she knew that that's something I wanted since freshman year. And my mom always is kind of like the Haitian mentality, like. You don't do things to impress people, but you also don't ever want your child to feel like they have less than when everyone else has something. Right. But I always had the mindset of, like, you know what? I'm not – my mom's not in that financial position compared to everyone else. And she's doing the best she can. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to hold that against her. But because I give her that grace and that understanding is why it may take her a little longer, but she's proud to give me certain things. Because I'm not a spoiled little girl who's just like, What why are you poor? Why can't yeah. you do this?
1: I get it. hmm Yeah. Same. I think growing up, being an only child, I got there's nothing I didn't ask I didn't get. Like, mm-hmm. but I was reasonable because I saw, yes, did my parents have the money? They were actually much fortunate to mm-hmm. like have some money to, you know, take care of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't take advantage of them as much as I could. I think about this growing up. I'm like, wow, I was actually a really good kid. Like, I could have been like, mom, dad, whenever I go to the store, with my dad, I could point out something, he'll get it for me, whatever oh. it is. I could have asked for Uggs, he'll get me Uggs. I could oh. ask for five Uggs, he'll get me the five Uggs. Like, I really didn't take as much as I've va- ad- I can't speak. Advantage. <laughs> advantage of them, as I could. And I, that just shows you what kind of parents I had. Mm-hmm. They were just amazing. They wanted to just give me what I could have. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it shows you what amazing daughter I was too, because you know, <laughs> I saw, oh, I saw all the responsibilities that you know they had. I remember I joke around with my parents. I remember every Friday we would go to Filene's basement. For yes. those who know Filene's basement in downtown. We would go to Filene's basement and I could get whatever I want. I remember coming back with, like, we would take the trade. I have, like, six bags with me, Mm -hmm. like, new clothes, everything. Once my parents bought a new home, Filene's basement became a every quarter (laughs) trip. Every quarter trip. Like, things got real. real Yeah, the real bills hit. And, like, we joke about that. And um, But I'm just very fortunate of them for, like, you know, My both my mom and dad, they could have been they were like the best parents to me of just Mm -hmm. providing me exactly with what I needed all the time. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, like going back to like expenses, like kids are so expensive that I think of like, you know, where can I be in a few years where I can provide for my child? I want to provide swimming class. I want to put them Mm -hmm. in gymnastics. I want to, you know, put them in piano class everything, but am I going to have that money to do so? But, um, you know, it's just, it's a huge decision. And I, I hope one day that I can be an amazing mother. And, um, have I ever thought of having kids? Uh, no, like just not saying like I was ready to have kids, but just Mm -hmm. saying in general, like, Oh my gosh, one day I want to have kids. I think of, I can see myself in the future having kids, but is it like, something that's like always in my mind no no honestly. i always tell myself like whenever i'm ready god i guess but like you know, I'm i not don't pissed. know yeah I used, say, right. I used to say i used to say 28 i want to be married 28 have kids because that's when my you know. mom had me so i'm like okay that's the age 28 but now at this age 28 we're looking at you know the 30s the new 20s so i'm looking at it late 30s is- late 30s but you know like, it's just, I'm
0: okay I'm not I, I'm not pressed yeah not and pressed. the thing like, is I'm that
1: I sure. am not ready the way I want to be my best self and I I often say this to people I knew I was ready to be in a relationship because like the streets weren't calling my name anymore and this is like <laughs> I did all that I could do being yeah. single like I have no regrets like I see people out I have no regrets not being mm-hmm. single. Like, I did, like, for all my single people, do everything you yeah. can. Like, enjoy life, go out, have fun. Like, do do it all, travel. Like, I go back and I'm like, it was time. It was time. Yeah. Like, it was calling me, okay, girl, it's time to be in a relationship. Yeah. I have no regrets being in a relationship. But to give up, like, certain things in my life to become a mother, it's not there yet. And I feel like it's going to be the same
0: yeah. That same
1: feeling I had. Okay, all right, relationship. Yeah. All right, I'm ready now. I think yeah. it's going to be the same for motherhood. I'm gonna be like, okay, motherhood. I think I'm ready. Like, I don't feel bad knowing that. Oh my gosh, if my friends are about to go on a vacation, I can't go because I got kids at home. Oh my gosh. No, yeah, no that's I'm, I'm not right ready. Now I'm, yeah, I can't. That's I can't not. That. But that's. I haven't had enough of that. Exactly. Cause I. Feel that's like it. We're
0: just now. Getting into the period of our lives where like we're done with school, Mm -hmm. we're at a point in our career where we're stable and this is where we're gonna be for a while, and we're just reaching bigger accomplishments. And it's like we need to sit in that. Yeah, sit in that that time frame and sit in that phase to get to know ourselves in this aspect. And then we can get into the, the kids after.
1: like yeah. me get comfortable a little bit. I'm not saying like prior is yes, I was broke, but I'm now really getting into like my, you know, bag, like yeah. making money as and a successful tw- late 20 year old, you know? Yeah. Just like, I'm trying to just enjoy my money and be selfish with that. And some people listening might be like, oh, that's a little selfish girl. But no, I just that's really want to like, hey, I got a thousand grand I want to drop and go to um Bahamas I'm gonna do that because not me not me trying to budget diapers this (laughs) and you got to and I'm just like I don't want to do that I'm selfish I just want to enjoy me Mm -hmm. like but yeah when the time comes yeah (laughs) Uh, I I hope I'll be ready I hope so Um, but ain't now God ain't now but um You can answer this if you want. And Mm -hmm. if it's, you know, too personal, you don't have to. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know if you watch Harlem. Which, oh, the one with Megan Good? Yes. I watched a couple of episodes, but it wasn't on my streaming thingy. So I couldn't. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay. I won't ruin it for you. But anyway, would you do the test um, of, what is it? Of, um, Of seeing how fertile you are? I don't know. What's the term? Is there is there a medical the time, term? But
0: I think. I don't know. Because, it's not a no. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know if randomly, like, right now, if, like, I meet the love of my life and then two years later, we're like, okay, let's try for a baby. I don't think I would do it unless I noticed something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, if we've been trying for, like, months and months, it's like, yo, we're still not. But what's
1: going what about, on? What about if you're hitting, like, um, mid-30s?
0: Yes. Honestly, if I'm 30 and I'm not in a serious long term relationship where I see it going somewhere, I want to discuss freezing my eggs. Right. Because I, I don't want to speak this into existence, but whether I'm a wife, I will be a mother. Mm-hmm. So that's just what it is. And yeah. unfortunately, not unfortunate. I'm not gonna say men ain't shit, because that's not true. That's we not change. True. We've, We've changed, changed so much. I just haven't we haven't met said the one that. Yeah. Yeah. I just haven't met the one that's for me and I don't know when that's gonna be. But and yeah. I also realistically, God forbid, God could be like, yo, you're single forever. You never know. I really don't know what he has in store. But I don't want that to take away my opportunity of having a child. I think a lot of people, when you hear women say that, they're like, what the hell? Why would you ever want to raise your kid without a a father? I'm just like, I get that. And I get, I'm putting my child in a position to go through certain things in life. And I understand that. But I also feel like there's a benefit of me being their primary and only parent as a mother, versus them not having me as a mom at all with but versus you have, them not existing.
1: But you already have a village. I, mean, I, <laughs> I rather I rather the too. village than some guy that I know who's not gonna be part of the child's exactly, life.
0: Exactly because there's a risk regardless of being a single mother more than yeah. ever now. Yep.
1: Exactly. Um, so
0: I'd rather be a single mother by choice yes. than be left.
1: Yeah. Because be there's left.
0: single mothers who do it every day and do an amazing job and they didn't have a choice mm-hmm. so yeah do you think that's actually the fact that oh you go ahead you answer that question
1: um well so when i was single i always thought of them like yeah i would definitely i which is weird because as much as I'm, i've been talking about yo like i'm you know i'm selfish i don't want a child right now <clears throat> i always said i wanted a child i like don't get me wrong i always wanted to be mm-hmm. a mother. So I would always, like Tati said, I would always become a mother even if there wasn't a guy in the picture. Yeah. I'ma figure out regardless. Like yeah. I was I was I still believe in adopting. So I would adopt somebody, mm-hmm. still become a mother. Um so I'm happy that there's options out there for um women to still freeze their eggs for mm-hmm. later for later years of when yeah. they're ready. Um, I also like the option for me specifically, it's just more because I want a longer timing Mm -hmm. of when I can have kids. I like that option too, of knowing how long am I fertile for? Yeah. I want to know, am I fertile until I'm 35? Because, yo, know, if I'm fertile until 35, <laughs> yeah. I have a good amount of time. Am I fertile am I fertile until 40? Yeah. Yo, then I'm about to be Rihanna out here, yeah. you know? Like, I'm, let me enjoy, build my empire. Mm-hmm. I'm popping a child out at 45. Mm-hmm. I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like, I'm happy that there's options out there. And I was speaking to one of my aunts, and she said that um, she's not... Sh- so she was married, ended up getting divorced, Um, And she didn't have the option of having a child. And she said that she wished that she knew she had options like this to know, um, even though she's not with her partner, but would she have still had a child with that guy? Yes, because she would have still had her own child right now, even though she's not with the guy anymore. But it's just like by the time... You know, mm-hmm. after she got married, it was already too late where she's no longer fertile yeah. and she couldn't be a mother anymore. So it's just like, it's great to know that there's options nowadays to like mm-hmm. still allow you to know your timing of when you can become a mother and still freeze time too of yeah. when you can become a mother.
0: Because motherhood looks a lot different now mm-hmm. because like you said, there's so many options. It's like, yeah. Single mothers by choice, single mothers not by choice. People have two mothers. Like there's just so motherhood is so different. And yeah. I really do appreciate that. And like I appreciate the fact that motherhood is getting in later and later. Like people are having kids later and later. And I feel like that's good because at this point, twenty-eight and no kids and no boyfriend, no prospect, people are looking at me like damn sis, you late and it's just like, Am I though? An because no. if we're gonna base Having a kid, a life altering decision on age and not on maturity and stability and all of these other factors that truly do impact the child. My child doesn't care if I have them at 28 or 35. Mm-hmm. My child cares that I'm financially responsible, mature enough, love myself enough, can love them enough. That's my what child. care about.
1: My child cares that I have enough money to take them to Bora Bora. Like, <laughs> like thank God I'm matters. born to a rich family. Like,
0: that's what matters. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, the age thing is just like, what's, what's age? Like, I yeah. get it, but what's really age? It is because what it is.
1: Yeah, even if I'm gonna be sixty five and they're going to um, middle school, like sixth grade, mama's still gonna look good. Mama's still gonna look good. Yeah, and mama's still gonna be.
0: I'm gonna be sixty five, pulling
1: up to your high school graduation. Like, what's like, up? Hey, what's up? Aging wear, wrinkles exactly. wear.
0: <laughs> like yeah. it is okay. We will be fine. Yeah. Um. Did you think growing up that your parents utilized their village to help raise you as much as they could?
1: My parents had to because they didn't have a lot of um, opportunities at their job where they could just like, hey, I have to go pick up my kid at school. Yeah. Like just like in the nine to five, like my job yeah. now, a, a lot of the. A lot of my colleagues do that. More of my parents, they have to be at work at a certain time where you're losing your job. So yeah. I remember in the morning, someone would have to come and pick me up and drive me to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone in the afternoon would have to come pick me up, whether it's my uncle or yeah. this person. So they did. And then they would um, someone would have to babysit me in the afternoon sometime. Mm-hmm. So it's just like they did We really use their village. And I'm very thankful for that. And that's what, exactly what I'm going to be doing too, because you really can't raise a kid by yourself. It's a lot of work. So it's just like using your village is the best decision that you can do Yeah, and make.
0: I think same with my parents. I mean, although my dad had a more flexible job than my mom, because my mom was a CNA, my dad was a taxi driver, the most powerful Haitian couple ever, CNA and taxi driver go hand in hand. <laughs> um, so my dad was able to be a bit more flexible, but still even then it's like, I got dropped off um, at my um, babysitter's house a lot. Or Cindy, my best friend, lived downstairs. So if her parents were home, I would go down there and they would watch me. Or I would go to my cousin's house, my aunt's house. So my parents definitely used their village a lot. and Or just even staying after school and paying that extra fee, you're using the school as a village. Yeah. So I definitely feel like... And I used to have, once again, a selfish view of like, you have your kid. Why do you expect other people to take care of them? But it's yeah. like, you already in a two-parent household, that's not enough to take care of a kid. Because yeah. you have your own work schedule, your husband's work schedule. Now your kid has like, essentially their own schedule that you have to work around. They don't mm-hmm. work around your schedule. You work around theirs. So but I'm just like, definitely going
1: to The thing to for it. me is it's like, Going through that growing up, it's just like I always said growing up, I want a job that's as flexible as um, I have to leave at 3 p.m. I have to pick up my daughter. Yeah, I have to I'll be done. Hey, my availability is up to 3 p.m. because I'm going to be picking up my child and going to the basketball game. Mm-hmm. I always said I need a job like going forward just for, for now yeah. and like until I have a child like, you know, By the time I have a child, I just need a job that understands that. Mm -hmm. I need to pick up my kid in the morning, drop my kids off in the morning, pick them up. Like, not negotiable. I I can't do the, unless it's their dad. I don't want other people picking up my kids. I don't want other people dropping off my kid. I don't want my kids staying with anybody else in the afternoon. Like, I'm very strict about that. That's not Mm -hmm. something I'm going to change at all. Mm -hmm. Unless it's, like, uncle, and they're going to go hang out with their cousin. But, like, I'm going to be very strict on, like, Or if they have a close friend that I know their parents really well. But I I think it's important of just having that dynamic of, like, hey, you know, they're coming home to their house. And then also having, like, family um, dinner is just, like, number one. Like, Mm -hmm. I always had. um, I never
0: got that. Yeah. I
1: always had, like, as I got older, my mom started coming home um early and then my dad was always home it was always dinner with my dad and it was so weird because even now when i was older if um i'm getting dinner and i don't see that my dad's eating i won't eat like i will wait until my dad eats yeah. my dad does the same thing too he'll be like you're not gonna come down to eat and then i come downstairs i'm like why didn't you eat he's like i was waiting for you i'm just like yeah okay. <laughs> we need to stop this <laughs> um, <laughs> but i love that like you know, as I got older, once my mm-hmm. mom started coming home, because me and my dad already had that dynamic, mm-hmm. my mom would um, somewhat join us and we would sit at the table, even though we're not like, all right, how was your week? But it was still yeah. like conversation would build, And exactly. that's important for me. I want to have that dynamic of like, Same. you know, picking you up from school, you coming home, I cook dinner, we all sit together and just like talk about the day, talk about the week.
0: Yeah, I think that's important. I never had family dinners with my parents ever. It's just it wasn't realistic because, like I said, my mom was either at work or my mm-hmm. dad was like they were never home together because it had to be opposite. So if I, yeah. I was only only I was always only home with one parent at yeah. a time, unless it was like a nighttime or something, and even then. It was never that because I remember I did not sleep by myself until I was twelve. You guys, so it's either one night I'm sleeping with my mom or one night I'm sleeping with my dad. I'm never. It's a, I think it's the only
1: them. child thing. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I literally was joking with someone the other day. I remember when I would see my mom home on days I know she was working at night. I'm like, what are you doing home? Because if I, she's home, that means I'm not sleeping with Poppy, like in the yeah. bed. Like I like. It's not, I don't want you guys to think it's weird like but like I would just sleep in my parents bed and you know my dad yeah, stays no, at no, home was and I'm just was like I was like all right puppy let's go to bed or if my yeah. dad didn't work at night but then once somebody's home it's just like I'm looking at mommy like so where are you sleeping yeah <laughs> because there, it doesn't
0: work that way literally I am <laughs> so used to the routine of not having them together yeah so I definitely understand the whole and I also think it's like. I want my, like you said, my kid to be able to know they're coming home from school and they have their coming home. Mm-hmm. Granted, if life doesn't work out that way, schedules, whatever, I do believe in using the village. Like, okay, you're going to yes. go to your cousin's house. Or you're going to go to this person. Like, Even though you live in Dallas, I don't know. You may end up back here. or I may end up somewhere where we could all have our kids around the same age. Okay, you're going to Auntie Ellie's house. like.
1: They can spend spend the summer and you have a week to yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere where it's comfortable and they have a routine and like they know. And I also believe in the like not having too many people pick them up from school because it's kind of like...
1: It just feels... I remember having uncertainty like... Because then you have to school's out, you have to act like you know who's picking you up. Because if you don't, a lot of times the teachers don't let you go with the individual. So it's just like, I come outside, I'm like, okay, who's here? Because I don't know who's here to pick me up. Is it my uncle? Is it Mm -hmm. my cousin? Who is it? I I didn't like that. And just like for some reason growing up until later on I switched to a charter school. It was like the school bus dropping me. And then I got to walk home because it was right next to my house. I just hate the uncertainty of like who's picking me up. If I go to this person's house, how do I have to act? Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like this person's a little more stricter at their house. Yeah. And this person doesn't have any kids. So I'm just like, okay, like, I'm watching oh TV. So yes. it's just like I like, I wish I just got the, you know, the routine of routine of going home after. Mm-hmm. And then then when you're home, you get to really just do your homework. And then now um then prepare for bed where if you're at someone's house, you have to wait for your parents to come pick you yeah. up. Get home you know, it was just a lot. So one thing I always said that I'm, I, I would say the main thing I would change of like lifestyle of growing up, um, is just like more of, you know, having a flexibility of, you know, being more active in my kids school and like picking them up and drop off, like non-negotiable. Like if my job's not gonna allow it, I'm sorry. I'm out. <laughs> and it's so
0: sad that, like, our parents literally didn't have the opportunity to do they that. Like, I remember I, um, I played basketball for three years in high school. And I think my mom only came to two or three games out of all three years because how could she? And it's just like... But she would yeah. always make sure we had an athletics banquet that always... That's the thing with my mom. If she can't be there for, like, not the minor things, but the things... She's going to take off those important, like the athletics banquet every single year she came. She made yeah. sure she didn't miss that. Like parent-teacher conferences always came to those. Like yeah. So she's going to be there for those big, important milestones. But sometimes it's like it's those little things that add up to those big, important milestones that you want them to see. And it's like I don't ever, that's the thing, I don't ever blame her. I don't mm-hmm. ever hold that against her. It's something I wish I could change, but I respect her and I understand why she couldn't. Yeah. But that's also why I would want to be there for my kids my as kids, well. Like, yeah. like you said, the whole flexibility of a job thing, like, y'all can use me up now, but once there's a bun in this oven, it's a whole different yeah, so- now, And this is where the sacrifice comes in, I guess, where to me, that doesn't even seem like a sacrifice because, yo, I'd rather leave work than, and be with my kid than the yeah. opposite. So... Mm-hmm. I definitely understand that aspect I think for us it's like we see so much that they couldn't do that we know they wanted to do for us yeah but they couldn't and we saw so much that compared to the other girls or the other white girls whose parents were a little bit more privileged and didn't have to work as hard how their parents were able to show up for them it's kind of like yeah I'm gonna do that for my kid I'm gonna be my kid is playing basketball Cheering them on, probably getting to fights with the coaches. Yeah. Like I want to know that me and my husband about to pregame before our our, our kids' senior last basketball mm-hmm. game. Like I want to be there for that.
1: Yeah, I know. I know that they wish that they could have participate and be part of these things. It's just they didn't have that yeah. flexibility, and yeah. it's just like you can't be upset. Um, so I'm happy that. I can see that in my lifestyle, like moving forward. I have I have the opportun- opportunity now with like my work to be like, okay, I'm going to be out around this time, you know? So I'm just hoping that moving forward when the time does come, I still have that flexibility. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, guys, that is it for this episode. Like we said, happy belated Mother's Day. Happy Haitian Mother's Day. Happy Haitian
1: Mother's Day. Shout out
0: to our wonderful, beautiful mothers who sacrificed it all So to give us this opportunity to even discuss what we're discussing now. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Like I said, we always say this every time we're done. Like, guys, we love our moms. Like, don't get it wrong. We love them. We're grateful for them. We just, you know, we speak openly and honestly. And there's always pros and cons to everything in life and to every relationship yep so thanks that is guys it. thank you we actually have a melanin monday it's Ooh, been okay. a minute okay Been a minute <laughs> i don't think we've ever had them as a melanin monday before but there's a podcast i listen to called um good moms bad choices mm-hmm. and it's about two women who live a sexually liberated Life. They're also moms, but they're entrepreneurs. And they just talk about how motherhood in every aspect. And they are the epitome of I'm putting myself first, although I am a mom. Mm-hmm. And I think they give a good example. Whether you're into, whether you're sexually fluid, or sexually free, whatever. It's not just that. It's them owning themselves while also being mothers. So they are our Melon Monday. Um, they have a podcast. They just published their very first book. Oh, so nice. very proud of them for that so if you're a mom or not a mom or think about being a mom or just like me you're just because like whenever it happens it happens i would say listen to their podcast because they definitely put certain things in your mind and i feel like a lot of the issues with women we don't think about being a mom until it's time to be a mom mm. so we don't have and like i don't think motherhood is anything you can plan for But I also think it's not something you should think of when it's right about to happen. It's something you should give a lot of thought to before. And I'm proud of myself to say I'm 28 and I'm single and I'm thinking about how I'm going to be a mother, how I want my motherhood journey to look like. And that's not even anywhere close in sight. Um, So I would say give the podcast a listen because like I said, don't wait until you're gonna enter this life altering moment to think about this life altering moment. I think that's one tip I would give and I'm not even a mother yet to give that tip. But that's something I've learned from them. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys very, very much. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next time on another episode of Girlfriend's Guide Podcast.
1: Bye, guys.